Good day to you. We are reading in the Gospel of John. We just finished chapter 13, where Jesus had basically told Peter that, you know, he would deny him three times. This was at the, uh, this was when they were celebrating the Passover feast. Now, in chapter 14, um, we are still at that same time where they are. I know sometimes when the chapter breaks, in my mind, as a human, <laughs> I think that we have changed scenes or scenery. But in this case, um, I believe we are still there at the Passover feast. And Jesus is going to spend the next few chapters teaching, teaching the... Uh, disciples some things before before he's truly betrayed and arrested so that's going to be the next few chapters from what I'm seeing um, so this is chapter 14 in the gospel of John and this is still uh, what do we call it the last supper my mind was going blank for a moment I apologize but we call it the last supper so this was this is that time at the feast of the Passover, where the where uh, Jesus and the disciples are together, and in the upper room, and they're celebrating the Passover. So, all right. <clears throat> Again, Gospel of John, chapter fourteen. This is verse one. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on you do know him and have seen him. So they have known and seen him in Jesus, of course. And this is one of those definitive statements where he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And this is um, this is something that we're I know we're very familiar with. It's just a very definitive, it's a strong statement. Verse 8, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Now the works themselves refer to all the many miracles they had seen Jesus do. Um, I don't know what that was like to see him do all these things, but I, I you know, you would have, you would think that would have had a huge impact, and I would, I would think that's part of the reason the apostles did believe and stay with him. 
Okay, continuing on. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, um, he says this twice right here in these verses, trying to let them know how important it is that they ask in his name, and that whatever they ask, you know, it has to be in the will. Uh, part of part of what is not here in like the English Standard Version is that this the way this is worded, the way this is phrased, it also implies that you would ask what is in the will of 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 God and of Jesus. You wouldn't ask for um, like you wouldn't ask for a city to be blown up because you don't like the practices that go on in that city <laughs> or something like that. So um, so it is implied in the way this is worded and, and stated that uh, that what you would be asking for would be something that goes along with the will of the Lord. It would not be something outside of that. Um, so, um, chapter, uh, chapter, I'm sorry, verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, now not Iscariot, there was another Judas. Judas said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So, so Jesus is explaining that they are going to receive the Holy Spirit, and that through the Holy Spirit, basically we will ourselves become a temple that will house the Holy Spirit and, and God and Jesus will be with us in that spiritual sense. You know, they will be with us. They will be making their home with us. They will continually be with us. And they are with us. As Christians, they are with us um, always. We always have that connection. And we can always... Through Jesus, we can always talk to God. Um, he is always with us at all times. Because He is, He's everywhere always. He's omniscient and, uh, and omnipotent, but uh, what's the other word? Omnipresent. He's, he's always, He's everywhere. He's I am. Alright. 
So, verse 25, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. So, I think Jesus explains things a lot better than I do. Um, but basically, he's letting them know that they will receive the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit will teach them all things and bring to remembrance all that he has said. And, you know, the Holy Spirit helps us in our study of God's Word. I believe that the Holy Spirit... Well, I believe what Jesus says. I believe that the Holy Spirit does teach us and help us remember these things. Because it's important that we we remember these things in our daily life and it helps guide us through everything we do. So, Alright, so that is the Gospel of John chapter 14. And in next time, of course, we'll read the next chapter, be uh, chapter 15, or at least that's the plan, Lord willing. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.